Hey guys, it's Chelsea. And this is Grace, and you're listening to Fridays at 5. <laughs> that was awful. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Fridays at 5. I am Grace, if you're new here. And I'm Chelsea. And I am a lawyer, sort of. I graduated law school, so it juries out on whether that makes you a lawyer or not. I know there's a lot of, I don't know, discrepancies. It's not really clear from what I've heard. I am a lawyer, but I'm not an attorney because I haven't passed the bar yet. Well, I haven't taken it yet. So I'm a lawyer, TBD. (laughs) Yeah, well, at some point you'll be there one day. Um, maybe. I'm a, yeah, maybe. I'm a nurse. That's so weird to say because I'm a brand new nurse. I passed the boards a few weeks ago. I'm still unemployed, loving it. She has an interview on Thursday. Though. I do. I have a big girl interview on Thursday, but I still need an outfit for it. So that's like a whole other. But anyways, who cares? Um, I'm a nurse. Yeah. It's so funny to me that Chelsea <laughs> hasn't really like, you haven't had to go on these interviews, oh. right? Because you get them through school, most of your internships. It's so different than like yeah. law school where, I mean, you get some interviews from your school, but I mean, suits are like a large part of my wardrobe. It's so funny to me that you like, I don't, don't have even that. have one. I don't even have one. Not even a singular suit. I, mean, I guess like when would you ever have to wear that? other than never yeah so Um, feel free to borrow one of mine i don't know if we're the same size but we'll have to find out because it's thursday and we're currently recording on um tuesday Tuesday, you can go at h&m though they always have good inexpensive suits and like different workwear that's where i get a lot of my stuff for work and it's pretty comfortable yeah and just to put out there um i manifested that i would get this interview i know that's personal belief to everyone else but I got my nails done because a I haven't gotten them done in forever and they look really professional now so if I'm gonna go give a nice little handshake my nails are gonna look great um, I feel like you have to have your nails done or no nail polish for an interview I feel like it looks so unprofessional if you have chipped disgusting oh my God. nail polish and I frequently have chipped disgusting nail polish <laughs> so I'll just like take it <laughs> off for the interview but I don't think you should have like... No, I agree. And I also haven't gotten my nails done probably last time was last year because of clinicals and not being able to have your nails done and everything going on with places being closed. But it feels great if anybody wanted to know. Um, I love having them done and we're going to rock this interview. I'm so excited for her interview. She asked me if I wanted to come with her. I said, I'll think about it. <laughs> Please, I'm baby. Can you come to my interview? What I'll that? wait in the hallway. I'll pretend to be a patient. Lay around. Imagine you like have like one of the gowns on. You're like, wait a minute, wait for me. <laughs> just get an IV of just fluids for fun. I'm down. I'm down with that. So we are going to talk today about kind of establishing a routine and the benefits of being in a routine slash getting out of a funk. And then we also have some questions that you guys asked us on our Instagram. So make sure you follow us on there if you want to ask us any questions. But also, if you have any comments about today's episode, you can go to our most recent picture and that's where we'll be responding to your comments and your thoughts, whatever, about 
our most recent episode because it's not really like YouTube where you can just comment right below the podcast. So we want a little area for you guys to be able to talk about, I don't know, whatever you think about Yeah, this. whatever you want. We encourage positive and constructive criticism. Um, we love that. Just wanted to let everybody know. Oh, yeah. And we wanted to read one of our reviews that we got getting ratings and subscribers or whatever on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I guess. It really helps us out. The analytics behind a podcast are so much different than YouTube. So we're still getting used to, um, I don't know, reading all of these and understanding like how podcasts even work. But Jared Howie said, it's so easy to listen to. It feels like you're hanging out with friends. I'm so excited to listen to more. So thank you. Jared, because that's what we were going for. Just like a conversation between two gals. Yeah, pretty much. That's really what we want because also, like Grace has said, she has a YouTube channel. I just don't. I have an Instagram account and uh, that's about it. So it's this is very foreign to me, but reading your comments are awesome. I love it. It's so nice. Everything you guys have to say. So please continue. We love, we you love gas you for us that. up. Please gas me up, girl. I don't have a job. <laughs> We're unemployed. <laughs> we need to feel something. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. There. So moving on. Let's get into our topic. And I also realized editing last episode that I talk a lot and Chelsea talks a lot, but not enough as me. So okay. if I'm not talking as much in today's episode, it's because I don't want to seem like I'm hogging the show. I want Chelsea oh my to God. talk to. Hogger. Bye. No, I'm just kidding. But I guess I'll try. Like I said, I'm still getting used to this stuff. So like we said, for today's topic, it's going to be getting in a routine and getting out of a funk. I can confidently say that I don't have a routine at the moment just because life has been really crazy, but I have once had a routine and it worked really well for me. And every once in a while, we all get into a funk. So it's really... Literally everyone. If you haven't been in a funk, like what antidepressant lies. are you on? Because I need <laughs> that one. No, I think if it's you totally work for normal. the Pentagon, let, let a bitch know. No. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, no, um, I guess I'll give some tips and like what I do for a routine and how to get out of a funk. So I guess for a routine for I, for me, I would do. I had a really good one, actually, in nursing school because it's everything is regimented. Everything has a routine. You have class on Monday through Friday and at my school, what we would normally do, all of our classes were block classes. So I would have maybe like pediatrics from 12 to 3 on one day and then med surge on a different day from like 1 to 4 or something like that. So it really was awesome and nice to block everything out. So I would know, okay, like I have an exam on this day, this day, this day. So I need to study for this day, this day, this day. Um that's kind of like how school is in general, but it worked really well for me having block classes. So with that, I also, I've had like three jobs since high school and they've all varied, but at the same time, I've had about maybe two to three jobs. So basically what I try to do is I like to time block a lot. I'm not religious with it. I'm not at the point where if I want to study from eight to 10 in the morning that I have to stop at exactly 10 on one. So there's I, some yeah. people that like time block like 15 minutes to do like this and 15 minutes to do that. I'm like, how 
do you live your life that way like in 15 minute chunks I don't know how people do that but I also do time block um not as religiously I'm someone like if I said I'm gonna start studying at seven now it's seven to one I'm like well damn now I can't start studying till eight (laughs) yeah me too (laughs) the whole hour's fucked up now yeah no I agree I mean in reality though like I mean, good for you. If you can time block for 15 minutes and it works for you and it, you get stuff done, like keep doing it. Maybe I should. But also there's that. really nothing I could get done in 15 minutes. Like I could answer some emails, but that's not like that important in my life right now. But like for us, for yeah. studying or doing something for school, like that really never could be done in 15 minutes. Well, I probably could get something done in 15 minutes, but it would be terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would definitely get me in trouble, whatever I turned in, if I wrote it in 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But for time blocking, I like to just set a timer I guess and do it as much as I can in the in the few hours that I give myself and alongside with that like I said how I've I have um all right Grace take it away because I'm obviously having a stroke okay so if you guys watch my YouTube channel you know when I study what I like to do is set a timer I don't like to do a stopwatch because or no that gives me what's, anxiety. What's the other one? A timer is okay. Timers when it like goes off after 15 minutes. So I set a stopwatch because I want to know how long I've studied for. But if I tell myself I can only study for an hour, like I'll stop at that hour regardless of what I've gotten done. But I'd rather study until I feel like I'm done or I can't do anymore and then see how long that was. And I always write it in my planner. So if I you know, for my 1L finals, let's say if I studied, you know, four hours for civil procedure, I would write that. And then I studied two hours for torts. I would write that just so I know when I would get to the test that, you know, I'm prepared because I studied 40 hours for this exam. Like there's no way I'm not prepared if I studied for 40 hours. Because if I don't do that, I'll get to the test and be like, oh, I didn't study enough. I don't remember doing this. Like I didn't study at all. But if I write it down, I'll remember and be like it's okay even if I don't do as well as I wanted to at least I know I tried and put something into it I was just gonna say as long as you try that's the best you could do you know yeah and honestly like with scores I don't know what your scores are like in nursing school but look in law, in law school you're graded on your one test so like your whole grade is based <gasps> off one test at the end of the semester I would so die you could be a great student all semester and go to every class and pay attention but you take your test and let's just say you had a bad day or you weren't prepared for something like they threw a curveball at you and now you got a a c on that test now you got a c in that whole class oh my god and that's on Do your you transcript i mean not really homework just assigned reading it's kind of oh like god. you do it on chills. your own recognizance like goodbye <laughs> yeah no, we, we um, didn't have like worksheets or anything oh my oh god no they like tried to do that to us like our last year like giving homework and worksheets and we all kind of laughed at them but i would love a worksheet i always loved like a good fill in the blank it's nice but in reality like you said it like it's all on your own cognizant like you do yeah. it as your own to better yourself not because it's mandated. not because someone told you and i think that's the whole thing of becoming an adult is you do things because you know you need to and you know it's good for you but mm-hmm. not because your mom's gonna yell at you if you get a bad grade like yeah i mean true. my mom probably still would yell at me if i got a bad grade but <laughs> i'm the queen it's not like remember in high school like your parents had a login and they could see your grades oh or whatever that, that was, was implemented late in my high school because mm-hmm. i'm old as fuck so we didn't always have that <laughs> but that was like why you studied because you didn't want your mom to see that oh my god i gotta or see when my they go to test. parent teacher night remember that oh, i don't think 
I had that in high school. Oh, well, I don't, Did know, I? I don't know if I had it in high school, but I know I, re- I remember like elementary school. Yeah, but that. like they'd be like, oh, well, so and Chelsea's talking too much in class, or oh, this is going on. Chelsea's a chatterbox. Chatter- <laughs> so I was a child with lots of anxiety. So I always, I was always a really good student just because I was horrified to not be a good student. But I know it's not that way for a lot of people. So you do grow up relying on just yeah. doing things because you don't want to get in trouble. I did things because I was scared just not mm-hmm. to. I just had anxiety about it. But when you become an adult, like there's really no consequences of yeah. not studying other than getting a bad grade. So you kind of just have to force yourself It's all on like do it. good merit, I guess. Yeah. And you know what too? Like that's crazy that you get graded on one exam because I have, I can confidently say that I have failed nursing exams and I have done awful, but I've also done amazing. And it really depends on the topic and yeah. the time. Like, you know, when you're studying, I've, I get sick every time I study. Like, I really genuinely make myself ill because I there's so much content and there's so much to do. And I like freak out and I worry or I used to freak out and I used to worry about it. And now I don't anymore because hopefully no more exams for a long time. Because she doesn't have to study for anything. <laughs> because I'm a big girl now. But no, like I used to freak out and like when I would take the exam and I'd get my... I guess my grade back, I would be like, oh no, I knew I was going to get this or this or that. And I, in nursing school, we basically had three exams for each class and then we had our final and the final counted for more. And we'd have to have a 77 test average in order for our grades to count. And it was wild time. But yeah, no, if I didn't, like, I couldn't imagine being like, okay, now I must get an 80 or an 85 on this one exam. And so the other thing we were going to talk about, not that that was much of a routine thing. Yeah, was, sorry. It, we went off more on a study tangent. But I mean, establishing a routine really is just doing the same thing every day. It's as simple as that. If you want a routine, you just have to make it yourself. I mean, following someone else's routine isn't going to help you. I listened to the Skinny Confidential podcast and her morning routine is something I could never do. And I think this is her routine before she had a baby. But she would like wake up and like sit in her bed with the light for like 15 minutes and drink water and do this and do that. The other thing. I can't just do that in the morning. Like I need to get up and get going. And I look at my phone right away. And I know a lot of people don't do that. But, you know, you just got to make a routine for yourself. You can't follow someone else's routine. Okay. All right. There's apparently a hurricane going on. So Jesse's like, you have to come home. So we have to finish this up. So the routine, you just got to do it. I don't know. Yeah. That's like what it is. A few things that I also like to do for a routine is just sometimes I, I like to journal and write very gen z of you i know (laughs) yeah sometimes i just like to write out my feelings um once they're on paper that means they're real so i do that and like little things like my morning routine which is not what we're doing but is like i wake up i have coffee i check the news i check my social media and just decide what i want to do for the day and do it that's pretty much what i do too i just get up look at my phone have coffee I try not to go on my computer because then I'll start doing work right away. If I get on my computer, I'll just start answering emails or studying. Mm-hmm. I try to work out right away in the morning, shower, and then start my day. Because if I don't work out first thing in the morning, I just won't mm-hmm. do it during the day. So I try to work out like four times a week. And by workout, I mean do like a half hour or something. Nothing like that crazy. Though, again, wedding dress, I definitely should be working out a little bit more. Grace's motto is let's get physical yeah physical 
let's do a little activity. But yeah, I don't know. We can go more into depth on root. Ru- I don't know. We can go more in. <laughs> we can go more into depth on our specific morning or night routines if you guys want that. But generally, just to get in a routine, you just have to do it. And I know that's like stupid advice, but that kind of is for everything in life. You just yeah. have to do it. Just do it. Just do it. Shia LaBeouf said it best. Just do it. Yeah. He did. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll go in. Oh, we didn't even talk about getting out of a funk. Oh, so to get out of a funk, you just got to do it. No, to get out of a funk, I feel like. Do things that make you happy. Do things that like brighten your day, put a smile on your face. Even if it is something, I guess you could say that's very silly. Like I love to take a bath. I love drinking coffee. I also love eating anything gluten free. Um. It's just like the little stuff. I like watching The Office. I like watching Love Family Guy, Office. American Dad. Like just, just do things that make anything. you happy. It's and a, like take the ten minutes to yourself and just be like, all right, I'm not doing anything else besides what I want to do right now because yeah. I'm pissed off. And if you have to take a full day off of working or studying or whatever, like just so be it. You know, do it because you're not going to get out of a rut if you just keep forcing yourself deeper and deeper into that rut. Yeah, start again tomorrow. Tomorrow's always there. Wake up early. I always feel better in the morning. So do I. So much better. Sometimes I feel worse if it's like a problem I caused, but um, mostly I feel better in the morning about all things. Me too. The sun is up. I am up. Coffee's made. Sun's out. Buns out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's my. That's my motto. That's our motto. Here on Fridays at five. Here on Fridays at five. Sounds out booty out. I'm just watching this rain come down and my anxiety's building because Jesse's like, I'm not picking you up if you can't drive home. <gasps> well. uh, good thing James is in the other room. <laughs> we'll just make James drive me home. No. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like not snowing. I can get home. You'll be fine. It's like 15 minutes away. Anyways. Yeah. We'll move on to the questions now. And the first one that I have written down is from kai higgy and it's how to stop comparing yourself to co-workers which is definitely something i'm sure we've both yeah. dealt with for me i just realized that my co-workers have different experiences they went to different internships they have they're different, different people no- yeah you know? they know different things we're all different and if they're better than me at you know whatever i'm sure i'm better than them at something and also some people are just better at certain things say, that's just like you know what sometimes people don't want to hear it all the time but there are people that are better than us and there's there always are, someone who's oh, oh no he just fell off he's okay he's like a girl sorry the cat's like all up in our grill right now sorry um th- yeah there's <laughs> always someone who's better than you and that's goes for everything it's like, just that's what life is honestly at this point in the like, game who's the best in your field like i don't know who the best lawyer would be i don't know who the best nurse would be but i'm sure that person thinks that there's someone better than them yeah and it's also it's it shouldn't be like i understand what you guys are saying by how to stop comparing because it's inevitable we're always going to compare ourselves to somebody else whether they're better or worse or this or that but it also shouldn't be like that we should also just try to retrain our thinking and have it be like all right well you may be able to, I don't, I don't know what they do for law, but you may be either. able to ha- handle this case, but yeah. I know that I'm built and I'm better at handling a different case yeah, or because like, that's what I'm more comfortable with at this point in time. Comparing like your writing, like, oh, his writing is so much better than mine or the way they do. Finn is literally trying to destroy her bag right now. I'm sorry, everybody. It's kind of cute though, which you guys could all see, but. 
there's just always going to be someone who's better than you so maybe don't try to take it as comparing yourself but try to learn from them like if you think they're better than you at writing or whatever it is at your job time management passing meds anything i mean i'm saying all of this right now but as soon as i start my first job it's gonna i'm I bet you all compare myself yeah. to other people and I'll do it un- and it's subconsciously just a fact of life. and it happens. But in reality, like I'm the new nurse. I know things from my personal experience and from nursing school, but I've, I personally have no nursing experience to my name. I'm going to have to go out there make mistakes, learn from my mistakes and learn from my colleagues. And so that's the point of being hired as a new grad in any field. Like exactly. they know you yeah. don't know how to do things. That's why you don't get paid like you would if you knew all the things. Exactly. I think the way to stop comparing is you can't really stop. That's human nature. But Mm -hmm. just learn from the person. Unless you're just comparing like, oh, they make more money. Or like look at her outfit or look at the way she looks. Like that kind of stuff. That's a topic for a different day. Because that's, you shouldn't do that because that's not good for your personal mental health. But if you're just comparing work things, try to learn from the person. That's true. And then I had a question from Nicole Grant. It's it. She said, what is my favorite clinical setting? I pretty much like all of them. I think I spoke about it in the first episode or the second one. I'm not even sure. But I really like maternity. I think being with a family when they have their child, whether it's their first or their last, I think it's just a beautiful moment in general. I think there's positives and negatives of every field you go into and every clinical setting that you go into. But for the most part, from my personal experience, it's just really awesome to see the faces of the parents every time their child is born because it's the same exact every single time. And I love it. It's awesome. But I also like critical care. I think that being with people like patients and their families during difficult times is inevitable and it happens. But I do think that I, I think it's awesome that the fact that I can share such a important moment in this family's life, even though I'm a stranger to them and I'm able to help them heal. And a a big part of nursing that I've learned is yes, we're here to help people heal, but we're also here to help them pass away and do other things it's not all sunshine and rainbows and that's just it that's the tea that was depressing that was but it's not but it's it's fun it's nice fun watching people well no it's it's nice to be there for the good times and the bad like i said in both any type of career that you go into there's good and bad but like i said i like maternity i like critical care but as a new grad i'm gonna go wherever i can i'll keep you guys all updated Beggars can't be choosers. Beggars That's what I like to say. Cannot be choosers. <laughs> all right. At all. So, on a brighter note, Grace, take it away. From Katie Mack, do we worry about having a bigger online presence that our employer is aware of? Which also ran into another question that someone asked, which was, what would you do if your employer objected to your YouTube or podcast? So, I think that it's 2020. Literally, everyone has social media I would say but so many more lawyers and doctors and nurses have public social media like if you're on TikTok I follow so many doctors and nurses and I think that it's just it's more of a generational thing I would never if I was in charge of hiring let's say judge someone for having 
a YouTube channel. You know, no, as never. long as you're following the laws, like not sharing client information or you're not sharing patient yeah, information. you're not breaking HIPAA. I don't think many employers would really care. It does. There's some areas of law that you cannot have like a public platform platform that's just it but i obviously am not applying for those jobs because i have quite a large public <laughs> platform yeah but it just comes down to if your employer doesn't like it if my employer said like if you want to work here you have to delete all of your social media i probably wouldn't take that job because social media mm-hmm. has you know done so much for me it's impacted and like created such like a and changed yeah. my life so i don't want to have to get rid of this just because you know my boss says I don't want you to be on the internet. Like for me, I'd rather turn that job down, mm-hmm. but be able to keep this than vice versa. So that that's what I would do. But mm-hmm. I don't really see that being, I don't an see issue. that being a problem either. Cause it's not like I show my office and I'm like, this is what I'm doing today. Like, no. I've never done that with any of my jobs. Honestly though, like you said, when you were talking about doctors and nurses, there are many people in the medical field that I see even just on TikTok. Yeah. And they show certain things that people, they want to ask questions, but they won't cause they're embarrassed. And yeah. these people are educating and every, I mean, not everyone has TikTok, but Everyone on Large to. majority. Yeah, a large majority of people have TikTok, which hopefully doesn't get taken away. I don't know what the status is on that, but... I think so far, so good. We're in the clear, I think. Oh, thank God. I'm really ho- hoping we stay like that because TikTok is outstanding to me. But anyways, they've showed things that people have questions about. And in reality, like the, it's just a form of education. Like I really... yeah. It I, I think it's good. It doesn't need to be such a secretive no. field. Like when I had surgery last summer... It was like really quick and like an emergency surgery. So I didn't have time to like think about it or prepare. So when I was getting wheeled into the OR, I was very nervous. It's scary. But I had this thought in my head. I watched this woman on YouTube, Christina Brawley, and she's an anesthesiologist. And I've watched her for years. So I just thought of her as being my anesthesiologist and Maddie Woods, who is a nurse. I thought of her as one of my nurses because it just makes you feel... Wow, Chelsea. Sorry, 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 sorry. It just (laughs) makes you feel feel like more at peace knowing that these people are like normal people they're mm-hmm. not just like machines or awful scary people they're, no. they have a family they have lies like i don't see why being a doctor or a nurse or a lawyer or whatever requires such a private persona yeah, i mean no. i'm not out here talking about cases and no pertinent information or inappropriate things either i mean i could understand my employer not wanting me talking about you know getting drunk or Oh, Any yeah, bad no. things. Like, I'm not doing that either. Okay, so the, one of the next questions we have, I am sorry if I don't say your name right, but I think it's from Ben Jury. It was how to deal with rejections and setbacks. And I am the CEO of the company of this because <laughs> when I was first applying to colleges, this is just my personal experience, one of my personal experiences. I had my heart set on going to this one school that was close to my house. I could still go there and live there. They gave me a ton of money, but I did not get into their nursing program. And at the end of the day, my goal was to become a nurse. And I was heartbroken that I did not get into this school. It really turned my thought process upside down because I had my heart set on it. I ended up getting into a different school and I got into their nursing program. They did not give me as much money, but I was in their program. And that's at the end of the day, all that mattered to me. So it was hard. That was a big rejection. 
I don't even remember applying to colleges. I feel like it was so long ago, but I. <laughs> Grace is the colon from SpongeBob that says, what are they selling? Yeah, <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> That's me coming around the corner like college. I think I applied to like four <gasps> schools. Like I don't even remember because I knew I didn't want to move away from home. I knew mm-hmm. I wanted to commute. So I don't even remember, but I can talk a lot about getting rejected from jobs because but a lot of the times job rejections it's just like you get ghosted they don't hurt that bad. it's just like no one tell you didn't get the job because no one told you you didn't get the job like you apply you just never hear back that's i mean that's like which hurts what i'm going through right now it hurts (laughs) it hurts more when a lot of law firms do this they send you a letter in the mail telling you you didn't get the job i'm like you literally didn't have to do that at all I got to be honest, back to my college one, that is probably one of the biggest rejections so far that I've had in my life. You never know when we're around the corner. Yeah, we never know. This interview on Thursday might go south. We don't really know. But anyways, I pretty much just cried about it for about two days and sobbed and felt bad for myself. And then I put on my big girl pants and I said that I got into this other school for a reason. This is where I'm meant to be right now. I went to school there and honestly, it was the best thing that has happened to me. The school where I ended up going, I had zero interest in going to at first just because I, I don't know. I, it was, it seemed like a really big commuter school to me. And when I first went to school there in 2016 to now. That's a commuter school? Yeah. I mean, cat's out of the bag. I went to Sacred Heart University. <laughs> no it's one, no secret if you yeah, follow no her on secret. Instagram. But I, at first, like. I guess when I was applying to it in like 2015, 2016, a lot of people said that. And I can believe it because when I first got there, it was a smaller campus and whatnot. But since graduating in 2020, it has expanded so much. Don't you love how they do that? And they do all these improvements when you leave? I know. We got this really awesome gym there and it's really, really cool. But now I can barely, I can't even use it. So it was fun for the time being. I'm not going to lie. But anyways, it was probably the best thing that's ever happened to me i made a ton of amazing friends there that i will cherish for the rest of my life you all know who you are if you're listening i met a wonderful group of girls i got a wonderful education i learned so much and i tried to just grab everything as i could and take every experience and make it what i can because in reality life when life gives you lemons you make lemonade and what are you going to do like if you didn't get accepted to the school you wanted to go to and this goes for anyone not go to school now like no you can't give up just because you didn't get your way you have to like move on and do something else and like I said everything happens for a reason and every experience you have in your life is what you make of it yeah so if you go to school I don't know at XYZ University but you really didn't want to go there and you're miserable the entire time because you wanted to go to wherever else you gotta change your mindset you have to change your mindset because you didn't get into that school or you didn't get that job so you just got to make the best of what you have and I guarantee you you're still going to learn something you're still going to have a good experience just a different one yeah and like I said it's what's meant to be is what's meant to be I had my heart set on going to a different school like I had I wasn't even thinking about applying other places and I did just in case if I did get rejected and the best thing happened to me. I had an awesome time. So the next question is from Ayana Squires and she asked, is it what we expected? So I'm assuming 
you mean like is being a lawyer and is being a nurse what we expected and to a degree yes and to a degree no I obviously haven't had a job as an attorney yet because I haven't passed the bar exam so I can't fully you know understand what that will be like but in my experiences at internships it is what I expected but to a degree it's also you know it's it is what you see in tv shows but at the same time it isn't like i don't know how to describe it it's not good and it's not bad it's just it is basically it what is i expected. what it is it is what it is that was probably the least exciting answer i've given all day but being a lawyer it's a lot of reading it's a lot of writing I would say that's mostly what it is. I mean, depending on what area of law you're in, but even when I was doing criminal defense as an internship, it was a lot of reading, a lot of writing. I met with clients. That was probably like the most talkative thing I had to do is meet with clients and do an interview with them and take notes. But even that is pretty much what I expected. My personal experience, I don't have much of actual nursing experience, but I do have some from my clinicals and from my job as a nurse's technician. It's not like Grey's Anatomy at all. Sorry to disappoint, but it's more real, if that makes sense. It's not a, there's not that much drama. Everyone's really nice that I've encountered. I'm excited to start my journey as a nurse and see where it will take me and all the learning experiences that I will have. But I guess the number one thing I could say is it's awesome and I love it and I'm happy I chose this as a career, but these patients are real people and they have family members and they're a wife, a son, a daughter, a mother to many other people. So it's more serious and I try to treat them as my own, my own family. What medical show is like the most accurate to what like a hospital is? Um... There was one show on Amazon Prime. I forget the name of it, but it basically followed around a doctor on one floor and a nurse on another floor at a hospital around us. I don't know the hospital. I forget. Again, I will put in the show notes, I guess, the show that I was watching. But it was awesome because it actually showed like, oh, hey, like I just got into work today and this is what's on my schedule for the day. And they go through and do it. Instead of just like constant drama, like these medical shows, like I obviously wouldn't know what it's like to be a doctor or a nurse or anyone who works in a hospital. So I'm just assuming like everyone is screwing each other. And I know. And that's the that's the worst. Stealing drugs from the pharmacy. And <laughs> yeah, there's Jackie. Way yeah. to go, girl. No, I mean, does is that a possibility what the shows are portraying? Absolutely. Anything's yeah. a possibility in life. But from my experience, I have not seen that. It's not that dramatic. No, not at all. Everyone's really nice. We're all there for the same purpose. And once you go into medicine, anybody who's listening who is in medicine, that's all I can speak from. But it's more, you're there, and I'm sure it's the same thing as lawyers. Like, you're not there for yourself. Like, yes, everyone loves to get a paycheck. Girl, mm -hmm. mama's got loans to pay off. <laughs> but it's nice because you're there for the patient. You're there for your client. It's yeah. not about us. It's about them. Yeah, We're here to true. help you. We are here to make you live a better life, whether it's making you healthier or getting you out of jail. So we have no this or that's this week because I feel like this is a pretty hefty episode on answering like real career questions yeah. and stuff like that. But make sure you send us that kind of stuff also on Instagram or you can comment it on this Post the picture. That we'll be yeah. 
because we do want to talk about pop culture. It's just like we don't know what to talk about. Yeah, for this week, it's going to be a little slim on the pop culture because she just checked E! News and, we and there's nothing. Seen much. And also, like, I don't really keep up with, like, celebrities that much. Like, no. I really don't care that much about the Kardashians. I really don't follow the drama. Like, I follow, like, Instagram or TikTok drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Is the only drama? thing I could talk about the Kardashians real quick is everything that's been going on with Kanye and he's having like a little little break from reality and I feel bad. I do. I feel bad because I know they're I in the spotlight. I feel bad that it's so public. That's what I mean. That's someone. He, that's someone's family. That's someone's father. And then like people comment on it as if they know, know what's going on. Yeah, as if Are they're like kidding? in the room with him. But I think we're going to end it off here because Hurricane, what is it, Isaiah, Isaiah. or whatever, is she's here. She's large and and Gracie's not gonna make it home. Yeah, she's large in charge here, and she's saying, "Guys, finish the pod." Umbrella in my car. No, it's okay. I'll just make a run for it. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just have to make a run for it. That's fine. But I guess this is where we'll end it off. Thank you guys for listening. We hope the audio is better. Each episode, I we're get learning. better with editing. I learn with more buttons do. So I think we're going to get better as time goes on. Thanks for the constructive criticism because we know the audio is not the best. So we're definitely working on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we really love your comments. They yes. really make us happy. So please keep doing that. Again, you can follow me on my Instagram. Uh, it's in our... It's Chelsea McNulty underscore. underscore. Is that it? Yeah, I should really know what my Instagram is. Yeah, Chelsea McNulty underscore. Follow Fridays at five. Fridays dot at five. Lipsticks and lattes. But everything will be in the show notes. Always linked. So you can just click on it if you want to give us a quick follow. Definitely keep up with us on there because that's where we'll be like asking for your questions or comments or whatever. We post a decent amount on there. Yeah, we post pretty pretty often i'm not the best on instagram like i try to post often but i don't take any good pictures of anything so my camera roll is literally just like screenshots of things i like Uh, and the ugliest pictures of myself you could ever find no there's some gems in there come on (laughs) they're few and far between but thank you so much for listening oh she's ugly i don't know (laughs) yeah thank you guys so much for listening we really appreciate it and we will see you next time Bye. Toodles.